This week on the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Like, if they come to you and complain, like, oh, no, wait, hold on, hold on. No. Like, no complaining. Like, we're not going to do that here. Hey, welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I am Javier, and I'm here with Shannon. Hey, honey. Hi, honey. How was your two weeks vacation in the mountains fishing? Well, people have heard me on podcast, right? So they haven't really missed me. Maybe uh, they missed my face on Bobby, social you, media you and all that. You haven't been on the podcast for two weeks. Really? Yeah, there's been two podcasts. I wasn't on it last week? No. I didn't even listen to it. I don't listen to my own podcast. Wow. Well, why would you listen to it? I did the podcast. Carrie, Carrie was our guest. I saw that and I haven't listened to it yet. That's rude. I need to do that. I need to plug my ears in. Um, I hope you're all doing well. Um, yeah, I was able to get some time of refresh, refreshing and relaxation. Um, fly fishing and camping. Uh, so it was really, really good. Uh, my wife always writes me the letters that I open one day or one for each day of the week. And this year she made me like my name, cut out shapes with googly eyes on me, different pictures of me with googly eyes, like the <laughs> eyes that move. Mm-hmm. But the first letter was one where she was spilling her heart and, you know, we always tell you guys to communicate, and sometimes we communicate in different formats. It could be a letter, it could be an email, could be in person, and sometimes and, or, no, it's in person. But sometimes it helps to get it out that way, and then agree to talk. And like, hold, hold you got to do what hold works. Up, hold up, hold up. Just for reference, <clears throat> I've been writing letters for. Uh, oh, you've been doing it for a very long oh, time. Gosh, 10, 10 15 yeah. years. They're always joyful, upbeat letters. I, the ones you send to me when I go. Okay, away. but yeah. this year, it, it the the letter I wrote you, it felt a little heavy. It, I, it was heavy. <laughs> I'm supposed to be enjoying myself when I'm I'm cr- I'm like crying when I'm reading it. So yeah. <laughs> I was, I was awesome. You're welcome. They're laying in the tent in my sleeping bag with, you know, um, my on buddy your, Greg next your, to me. On your big gigantic <clears throat> pillow. My big pillow. My big camping pillow. Uh, and so, no, it was good. And um, I mean, the, the, here's the thing is like, uh, you know, having that time is always refreshing. I think uh, as spouses, like having moments and times where you get to get away a little bit to be refreshed and um, and it's not just the time away from each other because I was actually gone for about two weeks mm-hmm. um, with other things that were after that, and so I had to travel after that, and so it was a long, it was a long stretch. It was two weeks yeah. of being gone from each other, um, and so yeah, so it's good to be back. And we literally landed like in ten. I landed in Tennessee. We, we literally a hour couple later, hours after I landed, less got in than the that, truck and we left. Literally, we left. Tennessee drove through Alabama, right? Yeah, we drove stayed through Alabama. We stayed there overnight, and then Mississippi, and then and then Louisiana. stayed in West Monroe, Louisiana, and we did our work there that we were doing um, uh, with uh, the Robertsons, Duck Dynasty peeps, and with the Blind movie, and attended the family premiere of the Blind, uh, which was incredible, and just being able to connect with everybody there. Why don't you give a shameless plug right now for the movie? Because in the link in our yeah. bio, we will have where you can buy tickets for this. Yeah, movie. and so I'm. A, I'm. A, it's not a shameless plug because we've partnered with them to yeah. help promote the blind. 
Um, and it's the true story of the Robertson family and specifically Phil Robertson and the journey that he was on um, in terms of finding his faith and coming to Christ. But everything that happened before that, um, just personally with addiction, alcohol, his family of origin, where he came from as a child, um, just seeing all that played out. And then at the same time, seeing how people were praying for him, how God got a hold of his mm-hmm. life, changed and transformed him. And so there's a beautiful piece in this of their marriage story and beautiful. how Miss yeah. Kay did not quit, that she kept fighting for her marriage and for her family, even in the midst of being kicked out of the home and having to fend for herself and get a job and take care of the kids while he was still living this life. But So it is a beautiful story of restoration, of healing, and even legacy to see out of his decision what God has done and the legacy the family now has through the work they have done, right, with uh, Duck Commander and then also now with the TV with, with TV program and everything that's kind of come out of that. And so we are helping promote it. And so you can go to our website. Um, and you can click, there's a link there. You can go to the, is it the blind movie.com blind movie.com. We can but also the, purchase tickets in the show there. notes of this podcast. There's a link where you can buy tickets. So buy. so we encourage you go, go, go see this movie. It is and actually, it's, it's phenomenal. We went and saw it. Um, here's <clears> something I'm going to tell you. If you go on to fathom events and you buy your tickets and you live, um, at least 25 miles or further away from a theater. Um, Zach, Zach Dasher, who produced the movie, uh, said this on the Unashamed podcast, is that Fathom will partner with your church that you can show this movie in your church if you're not within um, 25 miles or less of a theater that's showing it. They will bring it. Fathom will work with your church. You can bring it to your church. What a great outreach. What a great way to reach your community and show them this movie of restoration, of reconciliation, yeah. of just the love of God yeah. and Christ yeah. and family. I mean, it we see so a good, good marriage story in it, of course, right? Just that because marriages have a generational impact and had yeah. their marriage not been healed and restored, they, they would not see the fruit that they're seeing today yeah. in their children and in that legacy. And so... Um, yeah, I tell you, like, go purchase the tickets. We are actually, or we'll also be doing some content, some downloads and discussion guides and uh, a date night uh, piece around the movie that we've been asked to create in partnership with them. So you'll be seeing that come out. Yeah, so exciting things. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to be doing something a little bit different on our podcast today. We are going to be um, actually taking in a couple callers who are calling in with questions on the podcast, and we're going to kind of walk through live on this podcast, uh, whatever they might be facing or what's going on or answer their questions. And so it'd be a little bit different of a podcast. And what's um, what you need to know also is that this will be... Um, the last podcast uh, of the summer will come back in early in early August or so, early to mid August with our with a new season. So we take a little bit of a summer break that gives us a break to just be able to breathe a little bit. Um, and Shannon from doing everything she does, I just show up. Shannon does all the work, and you should know that about everything twenty four seven marriage related. So yeah, so I'm excited. So we're gonna be taking so, some callers. And- yeah. So what's gonna happen is we're gonna get some callers on the line, and Yeehaw. I'm I'm gonna. Step to the back yes, and is. take a producer role Producer and produce this. So Do Javier it. is going to be it's going to be question and answer time with with Javier. So um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And without further ado, here we go. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you jumping on, Shelley. Um, so tell me, uh, talk to me. 
you have a question, anything we can walk through, talk about? I do. Um, I raised four boys, and they're married. And some of the things that my daughter-in-law say to me is, what am I supposed to do? All he wants to do is play video games. Mm. And these are my boys, but I don't have an answer <laughs> for that question. <laughs> so um, your boys are how old? So 35, 30, 28, and 27. Sweet Moses. All right. And and the your yeah. boys are they are they all married? Um three of them are. Three of them are married. Okay. So are you kind of yeah. hearing kind of hearing this as a kind of a little bit of an echo chamber you're hearing it from all their wives or just from is it a couple of them? Well, all their wives and all their friends mm-hmm. and a lot of them will even attempt to play video games with them just to you know, have that time together, but it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do they, do the, do your, um, daughter-in-laws come to you to, to ask you like what to do or are they kind of venting or are they kind of asking you what to do? Mostly venting. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I don't have an answer to that. I've never had that issue. And I think with, young people now in technology it's a different kind of world because my husband and I were 50 plus and that's not an issue I've ever dealt with so I have no idea how to approach that and I'm really trying to stay out of the middle of it but <laughs> I don't know the answer yeah it's one of, it's one of these things when they you know if they invite you in to have that conversation right they're asking you but it's also a very slippery slope right because it is it is your yeah. son's and then, you know, yeah. like, how do you get involved? And, and it doesn't, so it's not seeming like you're having to take your son's side, right? Or your daughter-in-law's side and someone gets kind of like frustrated or kind of lost in all of that. Um, yeah. as, as you have, as you have thought through it, has there been anything that you've been able to share with them or, or talk through? Um, for the most part, I, I keep thinking they're going to grow out of it. But at this point, they're getting into the 30s, and I'm like, gee. And so my concern is, are they, I mean, two of them have children. So are they just trying to get an escape because they're exhausted? But their wives are also exhausted. And, it's, yeah. you know, it's just kind of a tricky situation. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think I think you you kind of hit on the head that that's that tends to be some of the issues at times, right? And without knowing, I don't know fully, but that can tend to be some of the issues, right? That it's a form of escape. It's a form of sometimes it is just entertainment, right? But it can get to a point where it begins to become a hindrance within the the relationship. And so, you know, it's hard to, to speak in terms of like to them because they're not on the call. I can't talk to them in terms of what are the core roots of some of this. Um, sure. but, but more so in terms of like how, how you get to approach it. And, and so I, I would encourage you in, in one respect that, um, and it, it, the risk here again is like, 
talking to your daughter-in-laws about this and then they get them getting right. frustrated. But I think you can approach it by asking a number of questions like, hey, tell me a little bit more, like, you know, kind of like when he's playing games, mm-hmm. like, you know, if they're letting you in, right? They're inviting you in. Well, let me ask you this. When they invite you into that, are they asking like for your opinion about like how to support them in that or how to engage their husband? Or are they asking you to engage your sons? Oh, in that way, engaging the boys. They are looking for ways to connect. And I do think that they feel like they are trying to escape into a different place. Yeah. And that kind of is hurtful when they're given what they can give. And I'm a mom, and I understand that. It's just really hard. I I really don't want to get in the middle of it, but at the same time, I get it. I do. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and so here's a couple things I would encourage you on. Um, Is really be clear on on the place of like, I I appreciate you coming to me um, with this and I appreciate you trust me, right? So validating that they are coming to you is a really good thing, right? The the fact that they actually want to share with you now, and you can be really clear with boundaries to say, hey, listen, if you come to me with things around my boys, like, I want you to know, like, I'm here, I'm available for you to process. It puts me in kind of a, you know, those are my boys, um, but I'm also right. going to be clear, like, I'm not going to defend them, right? Because they're wrong, they're wrong. But but yeah. be able to say, like, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be in the place where if you're complaining, I'm going to direct you back to your husband, right? If you're coming to me yeah, for some insight always. on how I have actually navigated certain seasons or how, how I have navigated through moments of where I feel like I want to build more connection with my spouse that we haven't had that and what I, what you have done. Like, I think that's a healthy place mm-hmm. to be able to share that with them. But I would just ask the questions okay. like you're bringing this to me. Like, are you okay if I share how I've navigated a season where I maybe have felt disconnected right from my spouse or mm-hmm. wanted to have more connection with them. Yeah, that's and, good. and now they're Thank basically you. inviting you into that space yeah. That puts more onus on them because you're talking to them, right? Not to your sons. Mm-hmm. And what are they yeah. responsible for in that? Like, hey, have you have you sat down and had a conversation about this with them? And you know, because again, you're not living there day to day. You don't know what's happening. And and part right. of it too is to be able to say, like, hey, listen, I'm not going to get in the middle. I don't think it's a healthy thing for me. If you need a place yeah. to be able to talk a little bit, I'm gonna probably direct you to talk to somebody. You know, get counsel from whether it's your church or counsel uh, counsel from a, a counselor or somebody that's close right. to you, um, because you know I don't want to be in that position where you know I'm having to take sides. It's not fair to me, and that's okay to say, right? right. That's not on. Yes, it's not unloving, yes. right? Um, in no way is it unloving. I think it's I think it's healthy. But if they're coming to you with this space of being able to say, you know, I trust you and I want to share it, I would just cut off complaining. Like if they come yeah. to you and complain, like, oh, no, wait, hold on, hold on. No, like no complaining. Like we're not going to do that here, right? Because I am not yeah. going to take anybody's sides. So if you're wanting me mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I'm going to take those boys by the ear and I'm going to let them hear how they're treating their wives is wrong. <laughs> nope. <laughs> right. right. Exactly. I love that. I love all that. I mean, there's probably that mother part in you that wants to do that with your boys. Like, come on, seriously? 
You're playing video games? Yes. Really? 100%. And this is an epidemic. Absolutely. It really is. You're not so many people reach out to us about this specific issue, right? With their spouse. Uh, because it be- yeah. has become in our culture this form of escape. And men often who don't know how to engage their spouses emotionally, they don't know how to be open or share things, um, or if they're carrying a lot of stuff, anxiety or stress or whatever from work, that becomes a place where it doesn't require anything of them, right? And then they'll they'll mask it by like, well, I'm playing with my buddies or I'm playing with your friend, like whatever, like they'll mask it to justify it sometimes. I'm not saying your boys are doing this, but I'm saying we've seen this over and over again. Um, But anyways, how does that land with you about if they come to you how you can direct them about their responsibility and love them, but also put up boundaries about, yeah, no complaining. And I'm not going to be the one to come in and do the counseling for you. I love all of that because all of that speaks to this mama's heart. (laughs) I love it all. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what do you think of that? Could you put into practice that you think would be beneficial and that would be helpful in this situation? So I love the part about, and they do know that I love them as much as my boys and they can come to me and I love that. And marriage is hard and they're just navigating through these things that are difficult and at least they're trying. So when they come at me with complaints, I do say, look, let's, let's think about this in a way that we can fix it. I'm always looking for a solution rather than, does I mean we can all complain about everything? Sure, sure. So I love that you said that and the fact that if I felt like I needed to, I have a relationship with my boys that I could, you know, kind of just say, hey, what about? And they would be fine. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, I'm not married to them. Yeah, exactly. No, and exactly. Yeah. I want them learning how to connect there. And, and like you said, I get needing some space sometimes and that's fine but even if they just verbalize that sometimes and put a time limit on what they're doing that might be different Uh yeah absolutely yeah absolutely And, and there's ways that you can encourage them to ask those questions and i would say like there there may be a portion for dad to come in and be able to share from his experience man to man right or what he yeah, has sure. learned. Like that's a big piece here. And and here's the thing is like, you know, I always recommend that parents with grown children who are married, that they don't move towards that place of trying to be their counselors. And, you know, if they ask, yeah, say, how I did see. you na-? So it's different sharing and telling a story. And, and when they invite you into that, then just being the person who's going to counsel and get in the middle of that. It just becomes, I just seen it become very unhealthy. Um, and trust me, I, I try to, I, I, I can try to do that. Like I have to hold back because to my daughter and her son-in-law, like if something's going on, like she didn't come to me, but I, I'm, I, I, I like, I want to help and I want to do what I can yeah. because it's my kids. Yeah. Um, and you even want to defend sometimes, 
right? Because that's just a natural yeah. mom yeah. instinct, right? Or parent parental in- instinct. <laughs> I'm going to defend them. Like, how dare you say that about my boys, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But again, you're right. You're not married to them. And like, you know how you've right. raised them and released them. And at the same time, they're responsible for their actions. And so you have to empower them to be able to navigate this well. Um, and even with your boys, even if they ask, say, hey, hey, go talk to your, go talk to your dad about that. Like, what worked for him, you know? And, right. and encourage them to get the support they need around that as opposed to kind of getting into that and then they go back to their spouse they're like yeah well my parents said this my mom said this and she advises this and now you got a daughter-in-law who's frustrated at you you know what I mean so it can get pretty messy so Shelly don't be the counselor don't be the counselor thank you so much that's awesome all of that so now I appreciate you I appreciate you asking the question I think it's going to be helpful to uh, a lot of people and yeah I'd love to hear how that goes when you have those further conversations so Hey, we have our next caller, and unfortunately what happened was our next caller was coming on and then had a emergency with the kids, and so they uh, had to drop off. So they sent their question in. So instead of having our live caller, we're going to uh, have gonna, Shannon read the I'm question. I'm going to read it to you. So here's uh, Tammy's question, and Tammy, we hope everything is okay. Um, how can we grow closer when there is constant chaos in our home? We have two adult sons living with us, which cause more stress and concerns. At um, at the end of the day, I just want to sleep. I'm exhausted, and we have no time to be intimate with one another. So, sounds like a chaotic home, but with adult yeah. children. I wish she was on here live because we could kind of dive into some <laughs> chaos. Yeah. And so, how would you answer that? I, I mean, it, it, it's tough without knowing some of the background. So, I'm going to do the best I can without knowing the full background, being able to answer some of those questions. And and forgive us if you hear some humming behind. Um, we're in a place where it's really, really hot, and the air has to be on, or, or like I'm in the melt. So, like, yeah. Um, and so, listen, like, like, there's always going to be chaos. Now there's chaos that happens because we invited in and, and that's a little bit different, right? Because we're actually bringing that chaos. We're actually creating that environment because it could be through a lack of discipline. We don't have structure. Um, we're just allowing things to kind of just run and we're not taking, you know, I don't say control, but we're not um, engaging in those areas to make sure that we have some type of like rhythm. And I won't say balance because balance I think is, doesn't exist. Um, there's just seasons where things are going to be a little bit out of whack. Now, you have a season right now where regardless of what's taking place, what I would encourage you is fighting for that time with your spouse. Now, if you have two grown kids in the house, um, I'm not sure what weight they're pulling or what responsibilities you give them, but to help create less chaos, maybe there's some responsibilities they can take. Maybe there's some things they can take off the plate since they are there. So I don't know that situation. It's hard to speak to that. Um, in regards to any, any other chaos that's going on, um, I think you have to step back and look at, okay, what needs to be shifted or maybe eliminated? What do we do need to do less of and maybe more? And what do we need to do more of? Now, it could be less of in terms of, um, I don't want to say it. Like, if we're 
taking on more things and we're saying yes to many more things, if we're saying yes to other activities, then that's what we can do less of. If we want to do more of something or want to increase our intimacy with our spouse, then we have to create the opportunities to be able to have that. And so if you're living in that chaos, you have to step back and you do have to take a hard look even at yourself, Tammy, and be able to say, okay, what parts of this do I own? What can be eliminated? What can be shifted so that we make this a, the number one priority for us is that investment into one another. Because here's the thing, it will always be busy and it'll sometimes always seem chaotic, especially when you've got grown kids in the house and a lot of other pieces going on and work and just life in general. We can always say it's going to be chaotic. But if we rest on that, and we, we rest on the fact that, um, well, I guess it's just a busy season and we're just always busy and it's just kind of crazy. And that's your excuse for not connecting. Um, I'll kind of be truthful with you. Um, I would ask you if you're on this call, like, is it okay to say this? But I'm just going to say it. Um, is you need to take a hard look and make some shifts and make some changes and ensure that you are putting in practices and rhythms that enable you to connect with your spouse regardless. If there are grown kids in the house, Listen, they are grown kids. Let them do what they do. Be very clear with them that, hey, we need our space and we need our time as well, or we need you to pull your weight in this area. And then also ensure what can you eliminate that helps you fight for the time that you need with your spouse. So if there's a lack of intimacy, um, then you need to build more connection and find those moments. Uh, so it's whether you need to leave, whether you need to go on the date night, um, something else is occupying and taking your time. Um, we're always going to give ourselves to something. We will always give ourselves to something, but what is the most important thing that you need to be giving to yourself? You need to be giving yourself to in this season. And it sounds like that's your spouse. So, Without knowing all the details, I'm going to encourage you in this moment to step back and take a hard look at what needs to shift, what you need to say no to, what you need to do less of, and then more of that will yield the results that you want to see for your marriage and with your spouse. And that's something you're just going to have to fight for. Shannon and I are empty nesters. Our kids are not around here, but yet we still have to fight for our time and make sure that we're being intentional about that because it is chaotic. A couple, you know, I just said it on this podcast, like landed in Tennessee, drove to Alabama, then drove to Mississippi and then stayed the night and drove to, you know, Louisiana a couple nights and then drove to Texas. Like it's chaotic. I could say it's chaotic, but that is not my excuse for not showing up and not investing into my marriage and not fighting for that time and saying no to other things that would take my time uh, from the most important thing that I need to be doing, which is first my walk with God and then my wife. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, for the rest of you listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast, I know this has been a little bit different. We were supposed to have a couple live calls. Uh, so we had one live and then one um, that Shan just gave us. But we appreciate you. and Thank you for being part of the 24-7 Marriage family. Now listen, we're taking a little bit of a summer break for a little bit of a breather for us. We will miss you, but we're going to come back. We're going to be doing some new things in this new season will, of the podcast. Um, our, our next podcast will be just a few days right before Colorado boot camp. So we are going to be on a high and we're going to be jazzed. Yeah, or it might so, be right afterwards. I'm not sure. I but don't know. Yeah, so we're talking possibly talking about the boot camp. So yeah, Colorado's yeah. coming up, Arizona, there's still spots. No. A uh, couple in Arizona, potentially. Ari Arizona's got one spot left. Okay. It's going to be sold out in the next couple of days. Yeah, and then Colorado's a few more spots. And then no, Colorado's sold oh, Colorado's out. Colorado's sold oh, out. Oh my and gosh. so there's Cal I don't know. I just show up. 
yeah, we I know. show up and I do my thing. Yeah, and we know. if you want to know who runs 24-7 Marriage, it is Shannon. She does everything. I am just, she's the beauty too, but I'm just, you know, I'm just the guy who you're shows the, up. You're and the brains. I'm the brains. <laughs> no, you got brains. So <laughs> thank each and every one of you for being part of the 24-7 Marriage family. And we'll see you Please in rate, review, support this podcast, share it with others. We are a nonprofit um, supported by partners. And so if you want to give to 24-7 Marriage to help us continue to do this work, if you've been blessed by the work that we do, please consider giving on a monthly basis by going to 247marriage.org. And uh, it's the easiest way to do and it. Hit the so, donate button. And hit the donate button. So we appreciate you. Have an amazing week week and hey enjoy your july and we'll see you in august and remember in marriage you don't have to you get to thank you for listening to the 24 7 marriage podcast please be sure to hit subscribe and like this episode or leave us a review to learn more about 24 7 marriage go to 247 marriage.org or click the link in our bio on all social media platforms and remember in marriage you don't have to you get to we'll see you next week